0: Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman models the new slob and homeless fall fashion line. Ukrainian President Zelensky comes to Washington for more money. Plus, the border crisis is even worse than last year. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13 minute news hour. And God bless the United States of America. okay friends welcome to the show happy friday hope you had a great week if you're new to the show thank you so much for tuning in we're going to start with pennsylvania senator john fetterman and the decline of basically every standard in america in particular i'm talking about the new senate dress code that was put forward by senate democrat leader chuck schumer this week in an effort to accommodate fetterman's hoodies gym shorts and overall slob appearance now you might think that it's not a big deal about the senate dress code and there are a lot of issues that are more important. You might be right, but here's the thing. The left goes after those little things because they know the little things add up. And the whole idea of the Marxist movement is to tear down standards of normalcy, decency, and protocol. Here's Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville on the new Anything Goes dress code for senators. This is just a small part of the decline of a new America. They, the Democrats, they do not like this country the way it is, never have. And so they're changing everything from our statues, from military bases' names, uh, schools' names. They've infiltrated our education system, all the, all, all of our institutions, FBI, CIA. Uh, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. They would move this capital if they could because they just don't like it because it stands for something else. So, according to the new dress code, senators can wear whatever they want on the Senate floor, but everyone else, staffers and aides and other helpers, have to wear appropriate business attire. Here's more from Tuberville. Little things mount up, okay? And this is not a little thing. It's a big thing to me because when I walk into the Capitol and the Senate floor every day, I get tears in my eyes. I get emotional because I know what's going on there. It's so traditional, but this is so pathetic. And this just shows you how they dislike, these globalist Democrats dislike this country so much that they'll even change the smallest details of discipline and leadership. Great comments. And the backlash to this new Fetterman dress code has not just been reserved for Republicans. News organizations and some Democrats are now complaining as well. But as far as Fetterman is concerned, it's just an overreaction by Republicans. And he actually used the new dress code policy to take some shots at the other side this week. Fetterman uh, fired back with this he said quote if those jagoffs in the house stop trying to shut our government down and fully support Ukraine then i will save democracy by wearing a suit on the senate floor next week wait what fund ukraine and keep the spending spree going in washington and fetterman will wear a suit it's just ridiculous meanwhile this is how fetterman looked this week when he was presiding over the senate look at that he looks like some kind of janitor or something. And this is a United States Senator. It still stuns me that people like this can get elected. Democrats run cities and states in the country into the ground, and some people keep voting for them. And now we have this new level of incompetence with Washington Democrats, like Feinstein, Biden and Fetterman, who can't even put a sentence together or know where they are. Uh, the man is suffering badly in public, and even now when he's partially recovered, he's clearly not all there. And uh, it's, it's, it's very sad. Uh, of all the people who are cognitively impaired in the Senate, John Fetterman really stands out. And that's really saying something. That was author Douglas Murray appearing on Sky News. And he kind of summed up the state of the Democrats. But don't take his word for it. Here's Fetterman himself, who appeared on a United Auto Workers picket line to show support and blast those evil CEOs. My message to the the CEOs CEOs is you know, it's $74 million, you know, collectively earning that. You know, how many yachts can they need, you know, to to to, to water uh, ski behind it? You know, I mean, it's just crazy. So that's Fetterman and the Senate's new dress code policy. Don't be surprised if it changes back to the recent standard because of the pushback. The Senate should not be adopting a slob mentality just to accommodate a guy who seems like he doesn't even want to be a senator. Way to go, Pennsylvania voters. All right, next let's talk about Ukraine. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Next, let's talk about Ukrainian President Zelensky and his push to get even more money from the United States and the willingness of Biden, the Democrats, and a host of Republicans to do exactly that. Endless funds for another endless war. Now, Zelensky was in Washington this week and met with Biden in the Oval Office, similar to nine months ago when he met with Zelensky in the West Wing as well, and also addressed a joint session of Congress. This time there was no congressional address, thanks to that idea being shut down by Republican House leadership. But Biden still had plenty of things to say. No nation, be truly secure in the world if in fact we don't stand up and defend the freedom of Ukraine uh, from face of this Russian brutality and aggression. That's why we brought together a coalition of more than 50 countries, more than 50 countries to help Ukraine defend uh, itself and uh, it's critical. Wow. Biden sounds like he's half asleep and he's reading directly from cards to a guy sitting right next to him. It's just all so pathetic. Now, this push for funds for Ukraine is really getting old and more congressional leaders are saying enough is enough. Here's Congressman Byron Donald. What message does it send that so many conservatives are opposed to more money for Ukraine? Uh, the first thing I'll tell you is there's no money in the House right now for Ukraine. Just not, it's not there. Um, you mean so, there's no support for money? No. And to be blunt, we're running a $2 trillion deficit. No money in the House. Well, that's great to hear. But I also know that along with the Democrats, there are a great deal of many globalist Republicans who want to keep the money flowing. The country has massive debt. We run yearly deficits of over a trillion dollars. And yet we are supposed to send money to Ukraine? Wrong. We have no business funding that war at all. It's not in the US interest. In fact, when you look at the geopolitical scene and try to determine what the best foreign policy course of action is, when dealing with countries like Russia and China, this is not it. We should not be driving Russia to build better ties with China. China is our clear number one enemy, and we are pushing Russia closer to China with every move that Biden, the Democrats, and the endless war Republicans make. Here's Senator Mike Lee. Uh, We've spent an enormous amount of money there, and this is money that's going to an effort that involves a proxy war. Against a nuclear armed power I think we have to tread very carefully when headed in that direction we are in the meantime uh, now crossing the 33 trillion dollar debt threshold. this is very significant I think we need to be focused on our priorities right here in America right now rather than on somebody else's war in a different part of the world uh, where there's a proxy war against the nuclear power these are dangerous times. Senator Rand Paul took to the Senate floor this week and blasted any efforts to send additional money to Ukraine. Paul didn't touch on the foreign policy aspects of the spending, but put it in terms of our own financial problems and the need to fix those first. I rise to put the leadership of the House, the Senate, and the President of the United States on notice. I will not consent to any expedited passage of any spending bill that provides any more American aid to Ukraine. It's as if no one has noticed that we have no extra money to send to Ukraine. Our deficit this year will exceed $1.5 trillion. Great stuff from Rand Paul. And he was just getting started. Paul also blasted members of the so-called Uniparty for threatening to shut down the government unless Ukraine funding is added to the bill. So Zelensky comes begging, and globalist members of both parties are ready to say, yep, here's more money. But here's the thing. The American people have spoken. They don't want this endless funding of Ukraine. Now, our Republican officials need to get on board. All right, next, a quick update on the crisis at America's southern border, because even though the media ignore it and Biden officials downplay it, America is operating an open border in which millions and millions of people are entering illegally and bringing with them crime, drugs, gangs, and human trafficking. And this won't come as welcome news to the White House, but CBP sources confirmed to Fox News just moments ago that the total number of migrant encounters this fiscal year, 2023, have surpassed last year's record-breaking numbers. Take a look here. You see so far this fiscal year, and there's eight days left in this fiscal year, 2,388,350 plus compared to that 3, 2,378,000 from last year that shattered the records, more than 10,000 and you're getting upwards of 9,000 a day. This is insane. Our borders are wide open. Nothing is being done. In fact, through Biden's policies, this flood is being encouraged. Check out this recent exchange at the White House press briefing when Fox News' Peter Ducey asked about the fact that in one day, 10,000 migrants were encountered. 10,000 in one day. What do you call it here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day. So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a, a, a wait, no, Ask no, somebody. no, 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 you can't. Green? I'm answering, okay, we're gonna move You're on. answering no, no, question, no, question? No, 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 okay. no, 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 we're moving on. Great, In the back. back. You said you stopped the, the flow back. Back. of the border. No, no, I tried hours. to answer, oh, Peter, okay. I tried to answer the question, you stopped me. Let's go. That's so. Jean-Pierre is pathetic, and it just shows that no one in the Biden administration is serious about protecting America's border and the people inside it. So, We've had John Fetterman in his hoodie, Zelensky asking for more money, and the Biden administration pushing open borders. We need to ask them: Do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. First on relaxed brain, we have another word salad from Kamala Harris, who was asked about rising prices due to inflation. Right. Well, first of all, I think it's important to to pay attention to the fact that um, that prices need to come down in a number of areas. But we have been lowering the cost of living for so many people. But it's a real issue and um, and I take it seriously. What is she even saying? Prices are going up but Biden has lowered costs? And then we're gonna stay with Harris because she just seems to be kindred spirits with Biden on consistently insulting and undervaluing minority groups in this country. Remember Biden's comments on black entrepreneurs, how they, because they're black, they lack basic business tools that white entrepreneurs have for I guess just being white. Here's Harris talking about Hispanic business owners. You know, when we think about minority small business owners and let's be more specific about Latino small business owners, yes, it is restaurants, but it is so much more. Oh my gosh, it's just, it's just incredible. Harris's idea of a Hispanic business owner is nothing more than chips and salsa. And here's some breaking headlines from the Babylon Beat. First, some unfortunate fallout from the F 35 crash. Bad luck, military announces lost F 35 was carrying Epstein client list. And then there's rejoicing in the US Senate. Aging senators show up to work in their hospital gowns after dress code relaxed. Just ridiculous. What a time to be an American. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Monday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.